0: Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of the VR1 NFT podcast. I'm your host, VR1, and this is what we do. First of all, I take the time to apologize. The last three episodes of the last three segments in the debate between Kobe and um, Michael Jordan um, that I clearly won even though some people are sore losers and took the opportunity to try to sabotage the prestige of this beautiful podcast. We're going to continue because what I'm going to do now is I'm going to create a whole new series around this. So that's how we're going to start 22, the year uh, 2022. Here I have on cue the fucking, um, the Michael Jordan speech when Kobe Bryant passed away and he had every single opportunity to say yo he's the greatest of all time so get your popcorn ready get your drinks ready get your favorite snacks whatever it is whatever it takes if you're on a plane and you're flying internationally, as most of my listeners are, get comfortable for this one because... Oh, and by the way, keep the children at bay because there's going to be a lot of cursing. So we, I'm not going to give you the Pepperdine. I'm going to give you the School of Hard Knocks for today. Um, this is from CBS Sports, courtesy of YouTube.com, and it's titled, When Kobe Bryant Died... A piece of me died, you fucking bitch ass nigga, fuck Michael Jordan yo, but I'm gonna do the psychological analysis in the process, which is why you heard my friend make those comments, so I had to destroy him and I had to destroy Michael Jordan, and now I'm just having fun, having my, my victory parade, that's gonna be the name of today's episode, So I'm going to press play, I'm going to adjust the sound to make sure you guys have good sound, and then what I'm going to do is I'm going to kind of break it down as we go along, and this is from a psychological, business, life perspective.
1: In 1996, our next speaker faced an 18-year-old Kobe Bryant on the court for the first time. Midway through the game, while playing, Kobe asked him for tips on his jump shot. Kobe scored 33 points.
0: By the way, I'm going to restart this real quick. I have some uh, sour cream and cheddar flavored Lay's, and I have some country Cheetos that are crunchy and crunchy. you heard me? In
1: 1996, our next speaker faced an 18-year-old Kobe Bryant on the court for the first time. Midway through the game, while playing, Kobe asked him for tips on his jump shot. Kobe scored 33 points that game against his boyhood idol. Michael scored 36 and won the game too. Uh, Please welcome, Michael Jordan.
0: Fucking bum. All fair use, no copyright infringement. Look at Magic looking at this bum ass nigga. Fucking bum. Listen to this bullshit. Listen to this bullshit. Let me see how many minutes he had. We got 11 and a half minutes.
2: I would say good morning, but it's afternoon.
0: Yeah, good afternoon, you dumbass.
2: I'm grateful to Vanessa and the Brian family for the opportunity to speak today.
0: So you should say that he's the greatest of all time, bitch.
2: I'm grateful to be here to honor Gigi and celebrate the gifts that Kobe gave us all.
0: Yeah, so out of respect to Gigi, my nigga, you should have been a fucking man, you bitch ass nigga. But
2: here comes as a basketball player. As a businessman and a storyteller.
0: Yeah. Yeah. But this is about you. This is not about the moment, motherfucker.
2: And as a father.
0: Oh, now as a father.
2: In the game of basketball, in life. As a parent, Kobe left nothing in the tank.
0: He left nothing. Nothing outside the ring. You hear that? For all you Jordan Little Munchkins.
2: He left it all on the floor.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Clap for that. Clap for that. Look at Bill Russell looking down on his bum ass drinking water now I gotta mute the fucking commercials because YouTube wants to charge me for this
2: maybe it surprised people that Kobe and I were very close friends
0: oh yeah how close of a friend were you when you couldn't be the OG and guide that young man to a path of righteousness for all eternity as far as his legacy. That's how much of an OG you are. But we
2: were very close friends.
0: Yeah, oh, you were very close. So let's reiterate how more fucked up you are.
2: Curry was my dear friend. He was like a little brother.
0: My dear friend like a little brother. He wasn't my little brother. He was like a little brother. Very gracious, Jordan. Very gracious. Never buying a pair of your motherfucking sneakers in my life, nigga.
2: Everyone always wanted to talk about the comparisons.
0: The comparisons. There are no comparisons, my nigga. You were the blueprint. He's the prototype, nigga. You heard me?
2: Between he and I.
0: He and I. Wrong, nigga. Look, he said that shit within one minute, 17 seconds.
2: I just wanted to talk about Kobe.
0: Oh, so every time you spoke to Kobe, you just wanted to talk about him.
2: You know all of us have brothers, sisters, little brothers, little sisters who, for whatever reason, always tend to get in your stuff, your closet, your shoes. That was a joke. Everything. (coughs) It's a nuisance. If I can say that word, but that nuisance turned into love over a period of time, just mm-hmm. because the admiration that they had for you as big brothers or big sisters,
0: the the tears, with the tears all in his face, they didn't wipe his face, they did nothing. He's like, the world has to see these tears
2: they wanting to know every little detail about life that they were about to embark on. Life
0: that they were about to embark on. That's not even proper English, yo. A- now, we could fuck up and say some shit in a fucked up way, but goddamn, nigga.
2: You're
0: supposed to be Jeffrey.
2: You call me, text me, 11.30, 2.30, 3 o'clock in the morning. Talking about post-up moves, footwork and sometimes the triangle word word at first it was an aggravation but then it turned into a certain passion this kid had passion like you would never know
0: Passion, like you would never know, passion, the business partner try to play me, when I told this little nigga not to get emotional, and he took all those other low blows, so now I gotta, I gotta roast him now, passion is gonna be the word of the day, not fanaticism, not extremism, just the facts.
2: It's, a, it's an amazing thing about passion, if you love something, if you have a strong passion for something, you would go to the extreme to, to try to understand or try to get it. He's an or-
0: Of course, you will go to the extreme. He's the extreme player. Thank you for acknowledging that. Even your subconscious mind, Michael Jordan, betrays you.
2: Cream. Cokes, hamburgers, whatever you have a love for. If you have to walk, you will go get it. If you have to beg someone, you will go get it. What Kobe Bryant was to me was the inspiration that someone truly cared about the way I either I played the game or the way that he wanted to play the game.
0: You see that? This is the answer right here. The way that Jordan played the game, And the way that Kobe wanted to play the game. Jordan was only a catalyst. Jordan was a foundation for him to build his own shit. That's why you can't compare him. He's not a Jordan clone. He is the new and improved version of that blueprint. This is what you little niggas get fucked up. And this is why I can't give you the Pepperdine breakdown, because some people are just not there. So I'm still being nice. I'm not going to be as passionate, because that time will come.
2: He wanted to be the best basketball player that he could be.
0: Not that he could be. He wanted to be the best basketball player ever. Not the best that he could be. He was that the day he was born. The best basketball player ever. That's what you don't want to admit to. That's what you don't want to say. Okay, we're gonna call that the Jay-Z mentality.
2: And as I got to know him, I wanted to be the best big brother that I could be.
0: You wanted to be the best big brother, but not to the extent that you will call him your brother. You called him a friend. And like a little brother, you didn't say, that's my little brother, and I'm his big brother. I wanted to if, but if, but if I fantasize, nigga, no, motherfucker, you bitch-ass nigga. Fuck Michael Jordan. Mm. People are clapping because they're getting 5% of what they wanted to hear. It wasn't good enough for you to do it. It wasn't like God didn't give you the opportunity to do it. You didn't fucking do it because it's not in you, you bitch-ass nigga. And people are clapping like, well, but the thought, but the thought, nigga, the thought, the reality. This is Michael motherfucking Jeffrey Jordan we're talking about. Fuck Michael Jordan. Let's give him a round of applause for being a bitch.
2: To do that. You have to put up with the aggravation, the late-night calls, or the dumb questions. I took great pride, as I got to know, Kobe Bryant, that he was just trying to be a better person, a better right, basketball player. Right. We talked about business, we talked about for you. we talked about everything. And he was just trying to be a better person. Now he's got me. I'll have to look at another crime meme for the next one.
0: Oh, the crime meme. Let's give him a crime meme joke. Because the crime meme. Because I'm not going to wipe my face so you can have a viral moment.
1: You ever wondered what oh,
0: hold up So back to this crime meme celebration. The crime meme Oh because Jordan Pryor is he's human reptilian
2: I told my wife I wasn't gonna do this because I didn't want to see that for the next three or four years.
0: Oh, he's telling you, he knows the viral statistics. This is gonna be around for three, four years. Kobe's been gone since, right, in 2022, right?
2: That is what Kobe Bryant does to me. I'm pretty sure Vanessa and his friends all can say the same thing. He knows how to get to you in a way that affects you personally, even though he'd be...
0: You hear that? Kobe Bryant knows a way to affect you personally. That's in business, and life, on the court, playing basketball. You could be playing tennis. This is coming from the biggest shit talker, the most disrespectful-ass nigga to his own teammates in the league. And you fucking fanboys because you love fucking sneakers and your fucking brain is on repeat. And your ass is insecure living your fucking second, third, fourth, and fifth childhood thinking that it makes a difference. Whatever this nigga says, there you go, y'all niggas right in the coattail. What you don't realize is that none of those niggas meant shit back then. And them shits don't mean shit now. And they never gonna mean shit in the future. That's why I shout out to my nigga Kanyezy and all the other uh contributors to fashion as far as footwear stepping it up to another higher level so people could finally fucking grow. It, it, I, I told my business partner yesterday you can't tell a fucking slave that he's in chains because he don't want to see them. You can't tell a person that wants to be blinded and blindfolded that there's something wrong because they can't see. I could lead the horse to the water
2: in the ass. But it, he always, you ever has a sense of love for him and the way that he can bring out the best in you. And he did that for me. I remember maybe a couple of months ago, he sends me a text. And he's saying, I'm trying to teach my daughter some moves. And I don't know what I was thinking or what I was working on but what, would you, what were you thinking about when you were trying to, as you were growing up, trying to work on your moods? I said, what age?
0: Now, now, let's let's work this out. This is why Jordan's kids don't play fucking basketball. That tells you everything. Jordan's kids fucking hate basketball. LeBron's kids play ball. Kobe's kids play ball. You heard me? You heard me, that's fucking facts, that's reality, that's not my point of view, see that's when niggas get it fucked up, I never give you my point of view, that's the most valuable fucking asset for myself, I'm a very creative person, so when you get emotional, and you jump to a conclusion, you're only revealing your subconscious mind, because I'm the last person to give you that, facts.
2: I said, at 12, I was trying to play baseball. He sends me a text back, saying, laughing my ass off. Uh. And this was at 2 o'clock in the morning. But the thing about him was we could talk about anything that related to basketball, but we can talk about anything that related to life. And we, as we grew up in life, Rarely have friends that we can have conversations like that. Well, it's even rare when you can grow up against adversaries and have conversations like that. I went and saw Phil Jackson in 1999, or maybe 2000. I don't know when Phil was here in L.A. And I walk in and Kobe's sitting there. And the first thing I'm in a suit, first thing Kobe said, did you bring your shoes? About playing, <laughs> but his attitude to compete and play against someone he felt like he could enhance and improve his game. to me—that's what I loved about the kid. Absolutely loved about his, the kid. No matter where he saw me, it was a challenge, and I—you
0: my- hear that? No matter where, what day of the week, what month of the year. What well, time of the day, physically, mentally, spiritually, psychologically, on the phone, on the internet, email, text, as a GIF, as a fucking voice text message, as a voice recording, as a drawing. I don't give a fuck if you pull out Crayolas, nigga. Kobe is bringing it to your ass, you bitch-ass nigga. Fuck Michael Jordan.
2: I admired him because his passion... You rarely see someone who's looking and trying to improve each and every day. And
0: not you just- hear that? His passion. Every day he worked on that shit his entire life. Coming from the mouth of Jeffrey.
2: Sports, but as a parent,
0: you bitch-ass nigga, fuck Michael Jordan.
2: As a husband, I am inspired by what he's done and what he shared with Vanessa and what he shared with his kids. I have a daughter who's 30, who just um, became a grandparent, and I have two twins. I have twins of six. I can't wait to get home to become a girl dad and to hug them and to see the love that they, and the smiles that they bring to us as parents. He taught me that just by looking at this tonight, looking at how he responded and reacted with the people that he actually loved. These are the things that we will continue to learn from Kobe Bryant.
0: This motherfucker wiped his tears and left the fucking boogers coming out of his nose.
2: To Vanessa, Natalia, Bianca, Capri, my wife and I will keep you close in our hearts and our prayers. We will always be here for you. Always.
0: And here we go. This is the countdown. This video clip is 12 minutes 14 seconds. We're at 950. This is when the countdown starts when you start apologizing to the wife and the kids that are still you know with us.
2: always. I also want to offer our condolences.
0: Offer our condolences. No, nigga. He was the greatest of all time. Say it and move on with your life, you bitch ass nigga. Fuck Michael Jordan.
2: Condolences and support to all the families affected by this enormous tragedy. Kobe gave every last ounce of himself.
0: Kobe gave every last ounce of himself. This is Jeffrey talking here. Jeffrey. I could do a whole series about the shit that he said and the shit that he actually did and the inconsistencies. You bitch ass nigga, fuck Michael Jordan.
2: To whatever he was doing. After basketball? To
0: whatever he was doing, nigga. Even if it was competing with your ass with Crayolas, nigga, to see who could paint Spider Man fastest, nigga. You bitch ass nigga. Fuck Michael Jordan. And I don't hate Jordan. I'm just calling a spade a spade, you bitch-ass nigga. Fuck Michael Jordan.
2: Of he showed a creative side to himself that I didn't think any of us knew he had in retirement.
0: Because you didn't know him like that. That's exactly why. Right. You didn't get to know Kobe Bryant, the human being, you bitch-ass nigga. You knew Kobe Bryant, the basketball player that will serve your ass On the court, nigga. On Madden. On NBA 2K. I don't give a fuck if you were playing Final Fantasy, Street Fighter, Mortal Kombat. This nigga Kobe was bringing it to you, nigga. At all times.
2: He seemed so happy. He found new passions. And he continued to give back as a coach.
0: You know why he was happy at retirement? Because he didn't leave nothing outside of the fucking court. That's why your motherfucking ass... It's still holding on to some bullshit that got your father killed, you bitch ass nigga, and you didn't learn your lesson. You wet your palate again with a second fucking um a set of rings, and then you forgot. Why are you charging niggas in the hood two, three hundred dollars for a pair of sneakers, you bitch ass nigga? Fuck Michael Jordan, nigga. The reason why niggas in the hood isn't dead is cause of your ass, you bitch ass nigga.
2: In this community More importantly, he was an amazing dad, amazing husband, who dedicated himself to his family and who loved his daughters.
0: Amazing dad who dedicated himself to his family and loved his daughters, lost his life with his daughters and her friend, and you still can't find it in your heart, you bitch-ass nigga. At 10 minutes, 41 seconds out of 12 minutes and 14 seconds to say that he's the greatest of all time because of your motherfucking ego and your motherfucking pride. And guess what, nigga? I was excited when Allen Iverson crossed your ass, you bitch-ass nigga. Fuck Michael Jordan.
2: With all his heart, Kobe never left anything on the court.
0: You see how many times he's saying that? Because his subconscious... It's stuck on the fact that, yo, this nigga was an eternal. He was unstoppable. That's what he was created for. You Know what I mean? I could definitely feel Kobe Bryant's presence in this recording
2: studio. And I think that's what he would want for us to do. No one knows how much time we have.
0: Yeah, you you think, nigga, if you thought about him, if you actually knew him, what you needed to say out of your fucking mouth is he was the greatest and is the greatest and always will be the greatest of all time. This nigga is the Bret Hart of basketball, nigga. You bitch-ass nigga. Fuck Michael Jordan.
2: That's why we must live in the moment. We must enjoy.
0: Let's live in the moment like Kobe did Every time he busted your ass on the court 11 minutes 3 seconds We got a 1 minute countdown God is looking down at this fucking reptilian Like yo When is it gonna come When is it gonna come When is it gonna come
2: Enjoy the moment We must reach and see And spend as much time as we can With our families and friends And the people that we absolutely love
0: Something that you never did because you never considered him anything more than a basketball player. You bitch-ass nigga. Fuck Michael Jordan, nigga.
2: To live in the moment means...
0: He lived in the moment.
2: To enjoy each and every one that we come in contact with.
0: Did you enjoy each and every moment you came into contact with Kobe Bryant? No, you didn't, motherfucker, because you knew his whole strategy his whole aim was I'm gonna be the greatest of all time and had you known that you would have found it in your heart to humble yourself you bitch ass nigga fuck Michael Jordan
2: when Kobe Bryant died a piece of me died <laughs> that
0: nigga took 11 and a half minutes to say that you heard what this nigga said a part of me died, a part of you died, motherfucker, or or did a part of you fucking, uh, uh, was given life and birth to live, the rebirth of your pride and ego that cost you everything, nigga, marriages, your fucking father, and your whack ass sneaker legacy, you sneaker motherfucker, You bitch-ass nigga. Couldn't find it in your heart. You ain't got no fucking soul, my nigga. You sold that shit a long time ago, you bitch-ass nigga. Fuck Michael Jordan.
2: And as I look in this arena and across the globe, a piece of you died.
0: Oh, yeah, a piece of us definitely died, but a piece of us was also born, nigga. That eternal part was activated. Bigger than your ego and your pride, you bitch-ass nigga, you weakling.
2: Yeah. Those are the memories that we have to live with and we learn from.
0: Yeah, yeah, and now they're gonna put the camera to the wife and she's waiting for him to say it. But he ain't got the guts, nigga. You ain't got the fucking balls, nigga. 11.41 out of 12.14. I
2: promise you, from this day forward, I will live with the memories of knowing... That I had a little brother?
0: That I had a little brother. When you admitted that he was a friend, like a little brother, but not a little brother. That you wanted to be like a big brother, but you were not a big brother. You bitch-ass nigga. Fuck Michael Jordan.
2: And I tried to help in every way I could.
0: Well, why don't you help him now, you bitch-ass nigga, that you have the opportunity. You down to the last fucking... Uh, what we looking at? The last fucking nine seconds, nigga, and call him the greatest of all time, you bitch ass nigga. That's how fucking sore you were, just like my business partner was sore that he lost with all his little cheap shots, nigga. That shit ain't gonna work on me. Nigga, I got my PhD in clinical psychology, early childhood development and front lobe cerebral cortex, nigga. You wanna go there with me? You ain't gonna win, nigga. I'm already in your motherfucking head, bitch.
2: Rest in peace.
0: Politico. Please rest in peace. Please stop haunting me. Please stop haunting me. You know what I'm saying? You fucking monkey. Or oh, fuck out of here. You stupid monkey. That's what the fuck you are. You know what I mean? Let's go to Vanessa Because
1: like you know the what I'm going to do You know what
0: I'm going to do In the next one Is going to be the Hall of Fame speech You know what I'm saying Here
1: today On 224 Because she knew we needed it And we cannot celebrate The lives of Kobe and Gigi And All the People we lost without honoring The woman that Kobe and Gigi Loved most Please welcome Vanessa Bryant. that's right you go
0: baby that's my motherfucking sweetheart fuck y'all niggas yo. fuck all y'all fucking Michael Jordan fanboys you bitch ass niggas sold y'all souls for a pair of sneakers you bitch ass niggas keep buying them shit I fucking hope y'all niggas keep buying them shit you dumb ass niggas You know who you are, all y'all niggas, including my business partner.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Nigga, let's see how many minutes Thank it takes you. her to say greatest of all time. 21 minutes with you, 2 seconds, niggas, it's only been a minute.
3: Thank you all so much for being
0: here. Okay, my mother. Thanks
3: so much to us. Okay, baby. Love you
0: too. I love you so much. Ooh, we love you, baby.
3: First, I'd like to thank everyone for coming today.
0: That's right, my mom.
3: The outpouring of love and support that my family has felt from around the world has been so uplifting. Thank you so much for all your prayers. I'd like to talk about both Kobe and Gigi. But I'll start with my baby girl first.
0: That's right, my mom. Oh, my baby. And you fucking bitch ass YouTube. Would put a fucking commercial, you heartless fucking pieces of shit. Fuck y'all niggas too.
3: My baby girl.
0: <laughs> it's okay, baby. It's okay, my mom. We got your back. We got your back. Look at this. What kind of a fucking man... Is not going to have a soul. Do you see what the fuck this woman is going through? You bitch ass nigga. Fuck Michael Jordan. Fuck Michael Jordan forever nigga. Do you see the fucking tone of this woman's voice? I lost my godson. And I'm trying to tell you. That the cries of this woman when that happened. Are some shit that I've only heard once or twice in my motherfucking life. And you can hear it in this woman's voice This is the shit that I'm talking about Let's get to the real shit You know what I'm saying? Real niggas stand up, B You bitch ass nigga Fuck Michael Jordan, nigga
3: Gianna Bryant is an amazingly sweet and gentle soul mm-hmm. She was always thoughtful She always kissed me goodnight and kissed me good morning There were a few occasions where I was absolutely tired from being up with Bianca and Capri, and I thought she had left to school without saying goodbye. I text and say, no kiss, and Gianna would reply with, mama, I kissed you, but you were asleep, and I didn't want to wake you. She knew how much her morning and evening kisses meant to me, and she was so thoughtful to remember to kiss me every day. She was daddy's girl. But I know she loved her mama. And she would always tell me and show me how much she loved me. She was one of my very best friends. She loved to bake, she loved putting a smile on everyone's face. Last August, she made a beautiful birthday cake for her daddy. It had fondant and looked like it had blue agate crystals. Kobe's birthday cake looked like it was professionally decorated. She made the best chocolate chip cookies. She loved watching cooking shows and Cupcake Wars with me. And she loved watching Survivor and NBA games on TV with her daddy. She also loved watching Disney movies with her sisters. Gigi was very competitive like her daddy, but Gianna had a sweet grace about her. Her smile was like sunshine. Her smile took up her entire face, like mine. Kobe always said she was me. She had my fire, my personality, and sarcasm. She was tender and loving on the inside. She had the best laugh. It was infectious.
0: Hmm, it's okay, baby.
3: It was pure and genuine.
0: It's okay, my mom, it's okay, baby. Kobe and
3: Gianna naturally gravitated towards each other. She had Kobe's ability to listen to a song and have all the lyrics memorized after listening to the song a couple of times. It was their secret talent. She was an incredible athlete. She was great at gymnastics.
0: You you know why? Because Kobe was a rapper, nigga. That's why. You bitch-ass nigga. Fuck Michael Jordan, nigga. His kids don't make that nigga no cakes. His kids can't fucking learn lyrics like that. His kids don't play no ball. Them niggas ain't built like that. Fuck out of here, you bitch-ass nigga. Fuck Michael Jordan, nigga.
3: Soccer, softball, dance, and basketball.
0: Played everything, nigga. She was an incredible dancer, too. And she danced, nigga. You heard that? She
3: loved to swim, dance, do cartwheels, and jumps into our swimming pool. And Gigi loved her TikTok dances.
0: Like her daddy, nigga.
3: Gigi was confident, but not in an arrogant way. She loved helping and teaching other people things. At school, she offered the boys basketball coaches to help give the boys basketball team some pointers. Like the triangle offense. (laughs) She was very much like her daddy and that they both liked helping people learn new things and master them. They were great teachers.
0: You hear that? Her dad loved to master things. He wasn't just an alumni and a student of the game of basketball. He was a fucking grand master for you chess players. This nigga was a master. When the fuck have you bitch-ass niggas heard anybody describe Michael Jeffrey Jordan as a motherfucking master of his game? You bitch-ass niggas. You, You see what the subconscious mind, you see how powerful it is? Out of all the words in the fucking dictionary of language, and she knows English and Spanish, and she knows Italian and French, just like Kobe, right? Look at the fucking words she selected, you bitch-ass niggas. Fuck Michael Jordan, nigga.
3: Gigi was very sweet. She always made sure everyone was okay. She was our shepherd. She always kept her family together. She loved family traditions Family movie night and game night on vacations were important to her. Gigi always looked out for everyone. She was very much in tune with our feelings and wanted the best for us. Gianna was smart. She knew how to read, speak, and write Mandarin. She knew Spanish. She had great grades and kept them up.
0: Mandarin. Did you hear that? She knew Mandarin and Spanish. Shout out to my son because he does as well. But that goes to show you parenting skills and the mentality behind those parenting skills. You heard me? Remember, Kobe, international education, just like Batman, right? He wanted to, to emphasize that for his children. Again, speaks volumes of his true nature and his true character. That's why he was the greatest of all time, on the court and off the court. That nigga Jordan ain't shit on the court. And off the court, nigga, I love niggas like fucking John Starks and fucking Iverson and Kobe that served that bitch-ass nigga like Barkley. You heard me? Them niggas knew. Them niggas knew he was a fucking fraud, bitch-ass nigga. Fuck uh, uh, this motherfucking nigga Jordan. And my bad to Kobe. I almost said Kobe Bryant. Fuck Michael Jordan for not giving this fucking man Kobe Bryant his fair shake.
3: An incredible basketball player. She was president of School Spirit.
0: I was so mad I almost fucking said Kobe's name. Fuck out of here. Fuck Michael Jordan, nigga, and all you bitch ass niggas that ride his coattail. Including my business partner. You know who you are, nigga. On
3: student council, she was director's assistant for her school play, just like her big sister. She was looking forward to graduating eighth grade. <laughs> i moving on to high school with her big sister, Natalia.
0: Drinking water before bed. Ba- right. That a fucking bitch.
3: Given the opportunity to know that she was accepted to the same high school. She was really happy. Gianna made us all proud, and she still does. Gianna never tried to conform, she was always herself, she was a nice person, a leader, a teacher, wearing a white tee, black leggings, a denim jacket, white high top converse, and a flannel tied around her waist with straight hair was her go-to style.
0: Listen, a leader, word selection, a leader, fuck Michael Jordan, nigga.
3: She had so much swag and rhythm ever since she was a baby. She gave the best hugs and the best kisses. She had gorgeous soft lips like her daddy. She would hug me and hold me so tight. I could feel her love me. I loved the way she looked up at me while hugging me. It was as if she was soaking me all in. We love each other so much. I miss her so much. She was so energetic. I couldn't keep up with her energy. She lapped Natalia and I on a track once. She was about six years old. <laughs> we let her have a At six. head start. At six. <laughs> she still dusted us. <clears throat> I miss her sweet kisses. I
0: miss- she still dusted us. You see how Shorty's real? We see how Shorty's a real ride or die? We ain't even gonna go there. Let's go.
3: Mister cleverness. I miss her sarcasm, her wit, and that adorable sly side smile followed with a grin and a burst of laughter. Ah. We shared the same cat that ate the canary grin, Gigi was sunshine. She brightened up my day every day. I miss looking at her beautiful face. She was always so good, a rule follower. I knew I could always count on her to do the right thing. She was the most loving daughter, thoughtful little sister, and silly big sister. Wow. She happily helped carry the Littles diaper bag or played with them. She liked helping me with Bianca and Capri. Bianca loved going to the playground, swimming and jumping on the trampoline with Gigi. I used to tell Gigi that I thought Coco considered her her favorite sister. Capri would smile from ear to ear when Gigi walked into the room. And Capri reminds me a lot of Gianna. They look alike and just smile with their whole face, pure joy. We will not be able to see Gigi go to high school with Natalia and ask her how her day went. We didn't get the chance to teach her how to drive a car.
0: Okay, baby.
3: I won't be able to tell her how gorgeous she looks on her wedding day.
0: It's okay, my mom. It's okay, baby. It's okay, my mom. <clears throat> Jordan has I'll no heart. I'll never get to
3: see my baby girl walk down the aisle. Have a father-daughter dance with her daddy. Dance on the dance floor with me or have babies of her own. Gianna would have been an amazing mommy. She was very maternal ever since she was really little. Gigi would have most likely become the best player in the WNBA. She would have made a huge difference.
0: You hear that? You hear that? She would have been the best player in the WNBA. Like her father was the best player ever in the NBA. At this age, they already knew... Look at she look at, look, look how the camera pans to Jordan, and he raises his fucking eyebrows. Look at the body language, yo. Again, this is the CBS special, okay? Channel nine in California, for Difference my West for Coast basketball. niggas.
3: Gigi was motivated to change the way everyone. Like, viewed. who
0: the fuck cared about that bitch ass niggas' reaction? Why they had to pan the camera to that stupid ass nigga?
3: women in sports.
0: Should have been panning that shit to fucking. Um, Magic Johnson nigga or Phil Jackson Somebody important nigga Jimmy Kimmel Fucking Shaq Anybody but that Bitch ass nigga Jordan Fuck that nigga Michael Jordan
3: She wrote papers in school Defending women And wrote about How the unequal pay Difference For the M- NBA And WNBA leagues Wasn't fair
0: Heard that? She knew her I shit.
3: feel she made positive changes for the WNBA players now, since they knew Gigi's goal was to eventually play in the WNBA. Near that? I'm still so proud of Gianna. She made a difference and was kind to everyone she met in the 13 years she was here on Earth.
0: 13. Young. Her
3: classmates shared many fond memories about Gianna with us, and those stories reminded me that Gianna loved. And-
0: Same amount of years, this nigga Jordan had played. Being 15 years older than, than, than uh, uh, in other words, Michael Jordan over Kobe.
3: And showed everyone that no act of kindness is ever too small to make a difference in someone's life.
0: That's why I'm giving y'all this podcast. So we can just fucking let it all out. And then the next one, I'm going to be talking about... I'm going to do the psychological breakdown for the Hall of Fame induction.
3: She was always always, always considerate of others and their feelings. She was a beautiful, kind, happy, silly, thoughtful, and loving daughter and sister. She was so full of life and had so much more to offer this world. I cannot imagine life without her. Mommy, Natalia, Bianca, Capri, and Daddy, I love you so much, Gigi. I will miss your sweet handmade cards, your sweet kisses, and your gorgeous smile. I miss you, all of you, every day. I love you.
0: Oh, my mom. 21, 22 minutes gave 12 to the baby.
3: Okay. Oh, for my soulmate.
0: For my soulmate.
3: Kobe was known as a fierce competitor on the basketball court.
0: Fierce competitor. The greatest
3: of all time, a writer, an Oscar winner, and the Black Mamba.
0: You hear that? The greatest of all time. Yo, my man, it took her 30 seconds. 30 seconds. I'm gonna rewind this back. We're gonna go back. We're gonna go back. I love you. She is more of a human being and a person than that garbage ass Michael Jordan.
3: Okay. Oh, for my soulmate. <clears throat> Kobe was known as a fierce competitor on the basketball court. The greatest of all time, a writer, an Oscar winner, and the Black Mamba. (laughs) Basketball court, the greatest of all time. You hear that? Okay, oh, for my soulmate.
0: 27.
3: Kobe was known as a fierce competitor on the basketball court. The greatest of all time writer and Oscar it took winner her, and the it black It took Mamba. her
0: 10 seconds. I correct myself. I stand corrected. It took her 10 seconds.
3: Soulmate. Kobe was known as a fierce competitor on the basketball court. The greatest of all time, known as a fierce competitor on the basketball court. Hear that? The greatest of all time, known as a fierce competitor on the basketball court. The greatest of all time, a writer, an Oscar winner, and the Black Mamba. You hear that? Writer, an Oscar winner, and the Black Mamba. You hear that? Kobe was known as a fierce competitor on the basketball court. The greatest of all time, a Second writer, sentence. an Oscar winner. And the, the greatest of all time, a writer, an Oscar winner, and the Black Mamba. Greatest of all time, known as a fierce competitor on the basketball court. The greatest of all time, a writer, an Oscar winner, and the Black Mamba. The greatest of all time, a writer, an Oscar winner, and the Black Mamba. Greatest of all time, a writer, an Oscar winner, and the Black Mamba. Greatest of all time, a writer, an editor on the basketball court. The greatest of all time, a writer, an Oscar winner, and the Black Mamba.
0: I could finish right here. My My podcast is, this is it. You hear the people? You hear the people? They're not disagreeing. I'm. I'm gonna remind that again. You hear that? Jordan will never get this. Never.
3: But to me, he was Kobe, Kobe. My boo boo. My baby boo. My papi chulo. All
0: right.
3: Boo boo. My baby boo. My papi Chulo. You hear that? I was his VB, his principessa, his reina, his queen mama, mamba, and his Visky Maniski Fabuliski.
0: Visky Maniski Fabuliski. I
3: could have Maniski Fabuliski, mamba, and his Visky
0: Maniski Fabuliski.
3: All right. I couldn't see him as a celebrity, nor just an incredible basketball player. He was my sweet husband and the beautiful father of our children.
0: I'm gonna stop here. Out of respect to Miss Vanessa Bryant, Mr. Kobe Bryant, Gigi, Capri, Natalia, all the family, all the children. Um, I'm actually happy that I did this I'm very happy that I did this Because all I had to highlight Was very simple You have the ultimate opportunity God-given ability to redeem yourself Michael Jeffrey Jordan, and in every opportunity, you reveal who you really are. Your subconscious, your actions, and your thoughts, even your words ultimately betray you because it let me know that this has been the biggest fraud in my life as far as sports, I was lied to by corporate America and the juggernauts at Nike to believe some shit that was not real. Michael Jordan ain't shit and that's the saddest part. They say never meet your heroes but it shouldn't be like that. Never meet your heroes out of respect, I understand. I wouldn't ask a celebrity for an autograph. If they were in a situation um, where they were uncomfortable or something like that, it would have to be like if by opportunity, you know, the celebrity may offer it, that's different. But as far as to see the reality of who these people really are, it's so deep and so powerful for me to even be in the realm. To absorb what some of these great talents bring to the world. And to know that all this shit has been a fucking facade. To grow up as a man, being able to reflect on life and see things and have my own opinion, have my own point of view, my own perspective. When so many others could say otherwise. It says a lot about my character and who I really am. Because not until I do the Hall of Fame breakdown of the speeches... Am I really going to give you guys my own personal opinion? But to me, Michael Jeffrey Jordan, as a basketball player and as a human being, is nothing more than trash. God bless. And shout out to Kobe Bryant and shout out to Gigi. Kobe Bryant and Gigi forever, the greatest of all time.